Welcome, everybody. This is Laz coming at you with a special episode of The Laz Word, recognizing the 19th anniversary of the September 11th tragedy. You know, I remember that day like yesterday. I remember where I was, what I was wearing, who was around me, and what I was doing. And interestingly enough, many of the people that I've talked to about 9-11 have said exactly the same. The events of the day unfolded like this. At 8.46 in the morning, the North Tower was struck. Just a few short minutes later, at 9.03, the South Tower was struck. And at 9.37 a.m., the Pentagon was struck. Shortly thereafter, at 9.59 a.m., the South Tower collapsed. And then at 10.07, Flight 93 crashed in Pennsylvania. I remember a coworker and I both saying the same thing when the first plane hit. What the hell was that pilot doing, we said. How do you not see the World Trade Center? Or maybe it was a medical emergency that caused it. But within minutes, that second plane hit. And we both looked at each other and said, we're under attack. I'll never forget that feeling. My stomach sank. My mind immediately went to my son. And he was just two at the time. He had only turned two less than a month prior. My grandfather, a Navy vet, was watching him because he was retired. I tried to call, and soon I was faced with the same reality that so many in the Northeast and the Mid-Atlantic region were faced with. Our communications, they were down. The internet was down. Phone lines were down. And I was working just outside of Washington, D.C., and shortly after, the Pentagon was struck. My work sent everyone home. Eventually, I was able to get through to my grandfather on my drive home. Thankfully, all was well. And they were safe. And I remember driving home and thinking to myself, my generation is experiencing our version of Pearl Harbor right now. Once I was able to pick up my son and head home, I remember sitting on the bed with him and watching the aftermath on TV. It was surreal. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Never in my life. Had I ever felt so vulnerable, so exposed, and yet so aware of the anti-American sentiment that exists in this world? I also remember being outraged, quite frankly, flat out pissed, pissed off that someone had the audacity to attack us and on our soil, and more so, kill innocent men, women, and children. Socially, I remember witnessing something that very day and over the next several weeks that, in my opinion, we've seemed to have forgotten in this country. On my way home to pick up my son, I stopped at a subway, and people were being so kind to one another, so compassionate, more considerate. It was like we were all thinking the same thing, all feeling the same thing. And we were all looking out for one another. For one of the first times in my life, I witnessed and I felt a true bond with virtually every person that I encountered. 
we were all Americans. We were in this together, and we would get through it together. We would survive and overcome, and God knows that someone was going to pay for this. I watch the often forgotten heroes of our first responder community, the police, fire, EMS. I watch them rush in to the aid of those that were in need. Many of them never made it home. 23 New York City Police Department officers, 37 Port Authority Police officers of New York and New Jersey, 343 firefighters, including a chaplain and two paramedics, eight EMTs and paramedics from other private emergency services, and one patrolman from the New York Fire Patrol. They all lost their lives that day. Politically, I watched the very people who vehemently opposed the President of the United States at the time suddenly cheer his actions and support his cause of holding those who committed this heinous and ungodly act accountable. For a short time as a country, we were united, quite honestly, in a way that I had never seen before, at least not in my lifetime. There were never-forget memes, T-shirts, hats, bumper stickers, Let's Roll merchandise everywhere. As a country, we were effectively and collectively vowing, and we did vow, to never forget. Years passed. The shock of 9-11 and the reality of it seemed to fade for some. Little by little, we started to return to our normal lives. We rebuilt. We overcame. We, unfortunately, in my opinion, moved on. I remember asking my son one day when he was in elementary school if they ever taught him anything about 9-11. And initially, he thought I was talking about dialing 911 in an emergency. So, of course, I clarified what I meant, and he said, no, we haven't learned anything about it. What is it? So I took a deep breath, and I did my best to explain the details to him, often having to stop to take another deep breath, really to just maintain my composure and my emotions. It was also during this discussion that I found out that the pledge was no longer a thing, at least not in his school. At some point during elementary school, he said that they did watch a video about 9-11, but he really doesn't recall there being much said about it. To me, that was, and quite frankly still is, unfathomable. Years later, when he was in high school, I revisited the conversation and asked if they were teaching anything about 9-11. Much to my dismay and disappointment, he answered with a resounding no. As I remember 19 years ago and the hell that this country endured, I look to our social and political landscape. And it's no wonder why we're in the mess that we're in. Those kids were not taught about the events of 9-11 and the sacrifices that were made. They've all grown up now. Most of them are either in their teens on up to mid-30s to late-30s, and their lives have been filled with everyone telling them things always have to be fair, everyone should get a trophy, and they're entitled to basically everything and anything. So what has that led to? Well, I'll tell you what it's led to. 
It's led to those of us that have a deep, inherent, undeniable, and unabiding love for this country and our flag and traditional American values. It's led to us watching many of those very people grow up with a hatred for America, a disregard for authority, and no sense of what it really means to be an American. Today's world is one where the men and women who just 19 years ago were looked at, and rightly so, as heroes and role models, to today being called racist and fascist and literally having their lives targeted and threatened by Marxist, socialist, domestic terrorists like BLM and Antifa and radical leftists. As a society, we are paying the price for a parental or the lack of a parental involvement and allowing the leftist agenda to infiltrate our schools and indoctrinate our kids. We're paying the price for not allowing our kids to fail and learn from their mistakes. We're paying the price for not educating our kids and explaining that life isn't fair. And a utopian world, yeah, that only exists in fairy tales. We're paying the price for not ensuring that recent generations understood the difference between right and wrong and fair and equitable, good and evil. We've run, not walked away from God in the golden rule. We failed to comprehend the difference between freedom of religion and freedom from religion. And we're el- we've allowed the media to be dishonest and lead us astray and sensationalize our news instead of just friggin' reporting it. All while each and every year around 9-11 stating we will never forget. The fact is that so many of us have, too many of us in my opinion, Because no one should forget. The question is, what are you going to do about it? What changes can you make in your home, in your family, your church, your business, your life to start to turn this ship around? I can't answer that for you, but I can offer you this. 19 years ago, as we were picking ourselves up, dusting ourselves off from what can only be described as a cowardly sucker punch, We were on the right track as a nation. It's my opinion that those of us that remember it and experience that America, that American spirit, we need to do what we can every day to remind the rest of our fellow Americans of the post-9-11 spirit and camaraderie. Better still, we need to educate those who weren't there or who didn't experience about what it really means to be an American. To our first responders, our National Guard, our military, thank you. God bless you and your families. And please know that your well-being, your family's well-being, are in our thoughts and prayers, especially within Laz Nation. You are the real heroes. So as I wind down this special episode of The Last Word, I'll say this. I've had a lot on my mind today. Every year around 9-11, it gets to me, and I can't stand seeing some of the crap that's posted out there on social media and the conspiracy theories about 9-11. I won't even get into it because they're all a bunch of nutbags. 9-11 was real. It happened. Those people perished, and we lost a lot of American citizens that day, men, women, and children. That's what's important. And the way that we acted as a country and the way that we interacted with one another as a country, that's what's important. And we need to get back to that. 
and we need to remember it. Libs are all hell-bent on being woke. So you want to be woke, Libs? Be woke on what it means to really be an American and the post-9-11 spirit. Be woke on that. And that's the last word. Thanks for coming back again this week to listen to this special episode of The Last Word. As always, I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. God bless everybody. I'll talk to you soon.